Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. As you can see, even though it's Wednesday, I am not flanked by the great debater SB3. Louis Dangor has traded shifts, and here he is sitting alongside me on Wednesday. And before we touch on that and Louis and what he's been up to, let's quickly start off by acknowledging and sadly talking about the death of Pat Patterson, WWE legend, 79 years old from what we believe to be cancer. Um, Pat Patterson... What can you say about that guy? Absolute legend in the business. First ever Intercontinental Champion. The brain behind the Royal Rumble, which is probably the best gimmick match in wrestling history. Many would yeah. argue. Um, the first openly gay wrestler, uh, certainly of his generation, but it's widely believed in the industry full stop. Pat Patterson is just a ground-breaking guy. And for those who don't know, one of the best brains in putting together matches. He is responsible for so many great matches in WWE. Um, just look at the outpour of love on Twitter for Pat Patterson today. Uh, Chris Jericho, I just saw him, as a matter of fact, tweeted minutes ago saying 90% of what he knows about putting a match together came from Pat Patterson. Tributes from The Rock, um, Triple H, Vince McMahon, all-time legends. His void in the business will certainly be felt. And let me tell you, as far as having an impact on wrestling goes during his lifetime, there are very, very few who had more than Pat Patterson. Yeah, it's it's obviously incredibly sad news when anyone passes away in the wrestling community. But I mean, seeing the outpour of of love and and positive messages and emotional stories on Twitter from people that Pat had um, had a great influence on over their career, whether it be superstars today, superstars of of old. He seemed to have really helped. I think WrestleVotes tweeted um, that the, the industry w is in a much better place for having had Pat Patterson involved. And I do agree with that, although a lot of his work came before I was born, before I was watching wrestling, almost all of it, actually. Um, it... it you've always heard stories about him, the influence that he had uh, within wrestling. So it's, it's a very sad loss. And I actually tweeted today, I think it'd be nice for WWE to main event SmackDown next week with an IC title match or something like that. Just to, I know it would work better if it was a babyface champion, like Daniel Bryan comes out and says he's going to do an open challenge for Pat Patterson. But for the first 
intercontinental champion. I think it'd be a nice way to um, to to celebrate his life and uh, and honor him in, in 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 what was probably for for many people one of their favorite titles and a, and a, and a good title for a very long time. Yeah, um, I'm sure WWE, knowing them and their you know tremendous heritage and the promo videos they put together will honor pat patterson um let's hope that he gets the fitting send off and yeah everyone here at wrestling daily wrestle 2 wrestle talk talk sport even yeah. it, you know just the wrestling world we'd like to uh, extend our condolences obviously to pat patterson's family and yeah what a legend he was so thank you pat that's what yeah. we wanted to say to kick off this show uh Apart from that, welcome, guys. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um, I'm so glad we were able to talk about the great things that Pat has done to kick off this show uh, and the legend that he was. Um, but we obviously have more news in the world of wrestling to get through as well, and that is why the prodigy himself is flanked alongside me today. So, Louis, how are you, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am. Um, I saw some um, some things on Twitter some sb3 on for Mania, i believe there was an <laughs> uprising that started yesterday which i'll be looking to squash tonight um but no I, i'm looking forward to uh to, to being here chatting news with you it feels like we haven't done a show in ages and it was just five days ago but um mm. such is the world at the moment but no, i'm looking forward for the next hour or so I just want to say as well, um, it just come to my mind on Pat Patterson because you were talking about, and I was listening to obviously your tribute and um, you were saying a lot was before your time, but obviously my, my prime fandom was the actual era where um, him and Briscoe were basically like the the flankies for Vincent Mann. They were tremendous, man. Um, like I, <laughs> I remember uh, Pat Patterson, I think, giving someone the stink face with like, Oh my god! They're like they literally like drew poo <laughs> onto his pants. It was amazing. Uh, but like that's what I'm saying though. He like went along with it and mm. and you know made it amazing. He was a good sport. Yeah, the hardcore title stuff as well. Um, where I believe they they both dressed up in drag as well. Um, man, I just I, why that came to my mind. I just wanted to tell everyone that how. What why guy. did a stink face come to your mind when I was talking? You have to connect the dots yourself, mate. You're going to have to connect the dots. Uh, no, to be fair, to the guys who were talking about um, Kuzumani yesterday, it, it is fair. You ha you've had, you had, you're a former champ. You've had a shot. But if the tag teams come around again, Steph and SB3, I mean, maybe even I step back and Steph, <laughs> Steph and SB3 get a go. Like, we, we had, our, we had our chance. Listen, Adam Smart, the money is in a, a res wrestling daily implodes. Well, and it, it's just all four of us. I think that's where the money is. I mean, Adam won't do it. Um, I don't <laughs> even think he. I don't even think he watches this show. But um, I, I will make sure he watches and, and gets us on. But I, I mean, as I said to you on Twitter, I, I'm actually not going to say it because you'll accuse me of cheating. But um, we've been on a show together before in in opposite sides, and I walked out as Victor. Listen, this this was a quiz where the champ. Googling would not help you in this quiz. You were exposed, Louis. Okay, that's all I'll say. That is all I'll say. I'm just going to say smoking guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, let's let's bring it back round to to F 
Datsun. Uh, <laughs> God damn that man. Uh, anyway, let's um, get stuck into some news after we deal with a couple of ultra chats. And remember, guys, send your messages and questions at wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestle2. Once you do that, the lovely mods who you'll find in the chat, the most accommodating mods in the world, they will give us your messages and we will read them out on screen. And we've had some tremendous ones from guys like Bo Hill, Uptown Avondale, Matthew McCoskey. Um, man, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Obviously, Matty the Hot Scott. Great, like, theoretical ones and hot takes. Mm. And, yeah, we love those. We, so, we, yeah, we like those sort of, like, book this elimination mm. chamber for AW or you've got a roster, book five men. I like those ones. Those ones are good fun. Yeah, uh, Lizzie Stallion as well. Um, Chris Petrie, man, there's loads. There's loads of good eggs out there. And we appreciate every one of you. So please do keep them coming. Um, also, I believe our podcast problem, as I mentioned the other day, has been uh, sorted out now. So please, you can catch up with us. Should you not be able to catch us on YouTube, you will be able to do it on any kind of podcast provider. Can I say, people in the comments are taking the mick out of the beard and saying that I haven't shaved properly. This is when did I shave? I shaved on Monday evening, so this is like two days worth of hair. Like, come on! Mm. I think Chill mine's out. only like mine's like three or four. I think. Yeah, but I mean, you got about twenty years on me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, it's actually closer to that than I was about to say. So that's annoying. But yes. Well, how 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 old are you? I'm thirty two. Thirty-two. I'm quite a fresh thirty-two. No one ever thinks I'm a thirty-two. So, so you are halfway between my age and my mum's age. Mm. You're in between us, which is scary. So you're saying I could be your stepdad? Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> I even I mean, swore on that one and did it intentionally. I, I mean, come on now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's listen. Uh, what was we talking about before that? We were talking about how you could get it on podcast. So please do remember to do that. And while you're remembering to do things. Please um, subscribe to Wrestle2. We've been growing tremendously, and I thank all of you for that. Uh, and turn those notifications on so you don't miss a wrestling daily. You don't want to miss Louis Dangor bringing you the hot news. You don't want to miss Steph Chase giving you the hot takes. And you don't want to miss SP3 waxing me. <laughs> just just leaving me for dead in the debates. You don't want to mm. lose. You don't want to miss those. So thank you so much, guys, for that. But without further ado, let's get into the Ultra Chats we have Tonight, and Matthew McCoskey, one of the very good eggs that I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, he is kicking us off again. And he says, hello, guys. Sending three more this week. Wow, okay. He's, he's got them lined up. Uh, Mox versus Omega is going to bang my brains out tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, Wording. Yeah. I think I figured a great match for Roman. Underdog storyline and Jay takes the title from Roman. It is the best storyline of 2020, and it would be perfect. Thoughts? Ooh, Matthew. Um, first of all, yeah, <laughs> Mox and Omega, I'm sure that will, yes, get in your psyche and have a great time. Um, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait for it. I saw Meltzer talking earlier about the uh, the temperatures in Florida maybe um, having an impact on the match tonight. So it'd be very, very bit chilly there in florida so be interesting to see how that factors in because of course the crowd as well and if they're up or down on it yeah it'll be it'll be good i assume this is going to get a ton of time so um well um actually i tell you what we'll we'll say this now this was one of our news pieces but on. while we're talking about getting time um tony khan seemed to suggest on the show to, uh, on the media call which we we're all invited to yesterday um 
but uh, he seemed to suggest that there was a there was a uh, deal worked out with TNT where the match would go 60 minutes regardless of when it started, if it needed. So potentially we could be going into overtime, which I believe is the first time AEW's done that. NXT's done it a couple of times with, especially when they've made evented with a title match or or anything like that. So I think it could be interesting. Potentially we go over. I know some people have speculated a 60 minute draw to let this feud roll over to Revolution next year. Not sure if that's the case, but we do know as Tony Khan also said that Moxley isn't doing Wrestle Kingdom next year. So right. I know a lot of people have been like, oh, Kenta might get involved. And while I mean, there's always a chance he might, it's probably not looking likely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that th- this could be really good. It looks like AEW is pulling out all the stops for this show as a whole, not just the title match. The um, They've got, what, what, what is it? The uh, I was about to say Diamond Dozen, but that's DDP's... Uh, yoga program i think it's the uh dynamite diamond uh, battle royal they've got mm-hmm. that which was won by mjf last year he'll be in it this year again um chris jericho versus frankie gazarian which should be a really good match they'll th- th- there's a lot on the show which is going to make it rather exciting to watch so yeah i'm looking forward to it and i mean that match I- i'll choose different wording from blow my brains out but um i'm really looking forward to it and uh w- we're doing something here for wrestle talk where we're doing our matches of the year and things like that and i i, I messaged luke beforehand and i said we might have to change our answers uh, depending on what happens tonight, if if this steals the show, because it really could. But uh, yeah, mm. looking forward to it. Yeah, I love it that Kayfabe's still alive to Tony Khan, and if it has to run over, it will run over. Um, we still don't know, obviously, who attacks Mox either. That is a mystery that is still unfolding, so interesting to see how all of that plays who do, out. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Like, I was kind of... I was starting to be swayed by Kenta for a while, um, but mm-hmm. I, I think probably Hangman Page um yeah, just too. just him being involved in that circle of of the yeah. story i think i probably think probably hangman um so yeah i, I mean it's obviously going to be an amazing match and there's a lot going on for dynamite tonight um nxt obviously they were the victors by 2000 last week in the in the ratings although aw will tell you they weren't the victors judging by the demos um i woke up to a tweet from chris jericho like oh wow okay um Quote, quoting my numbers and saying that, well, we still won. Um, well, actually, you say that. Dave Meltzer has just tweeted, I can imagine the insanity this will cause. Nielsen's updated their numbers for last Wednesday and have AEW Dynamite with 700, uh, 712,000 viewers. Sorry, seven... Yes, so, yes. There, this is going uh, to so, be like the people who think Trump won the election. So it's a tie? So, it's a tie. They just seven hundred and twelve thousand. They just added two thousand. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> so either, um, maybe NXT didn't win. They just so AEW just found two thousand. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Um, it's it's um, going to be fun uh, tonight because NXT are going to get smoked. Yeah, I I would assume so. Anyone? I mean, I, I I'm a everyone knows I'm a huge proponent of NXT, and I think they've had the best matches for the past two weeks, maybe not the best show, but the best matches. Um, I, I, even I would, would be tuning into AEW ahead of NXT tonight. It's going to be a banger. So very much looking forward to that. Let's go on to our next one. And of course it is another resident good egg man. The ultra chats are flying in. I love it. Uh, CM Chris. Hey man. 
Good evening, Alex and Louis. I really can't wait until AEW tonight. Interesting to see what will happen at Winter is Coming. And also, Abaddon's first match was her versus Shida. Hope I'm correct. On Dark number 24, I feel like the fact that you've stipulated the number of Dark tells me you probably are correct. In March 2020, Elite Good Eggs, hashtag stay safe, hashtag much love. We love you as well, CM Chris. And yes, uh, I don't have that fact to hand, but if memory serves me correctly, I think he is correct. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what they're doing there. Abaddon is someone, obviously a unique character, and if they get behind her, can do big things there. I'm just not convinced that they will dethrone Shida or have Shida take a you know uh, notable loss at this stage. So I would say Shida. Also, Louis, while we're here, you have to say Moxley or Omega because I am saying Omega. Me too. And also, um, we'll we'll just touch on this briefly because we didn't comment on his uh, on Matthew Makovsky's uh, Jay Uso whether we think he should beat Roman for the title. I don't personally. I do think there could be a good match, even a three-way. I think the Usos and Roman Reigns in a triple threat could be a lot of fun, but I don't think Jay's the right guy to take the titles off him. Uh, yeah, I'd say the title of him, but I do think that could be good fun. Yeah, on that, um, just before we pivot back to Louis, um, yeah, me neither. I feel like they've maximised the singles dynamic between Jay and Roman, like the best they could. I've, that was... I, perfect almost right for making Roman look great. And now that Jay is aligned with Roman, um, I, I'm cool with that. I don't, I think, you know, Jay has had a meteoric rise, but I don't know if I need him to be the, the champ. Um, Cause it, I, I presumably it would be a short term thing anyway for then Roman to pick it back up. And I'm not against those kind of things. I just don't think in this instance, it would be great. Anyway, Luke, carry on with um, the previous. Yeah. Um, so I actually think the money is probably in Shida, Britt Baker and Britt Baker taking the title of Shida down the line. I think that's yes. probably yeah, that's probably where they're going, and I think that's the right thing to do. Um, yeah, and then maybe spin that off into a Thunder Rosa and um, Britt Baker feud. Or they've got options. So I think that could be exciting. Uh, AW's actually, and you know what? I'm going to say this: they've done some good stuff with the women lately. They've done a couple of like angles, couple of matches. They've had them in multiple segments. It seems like it's going well. So hopefully that continues tonight. And um, yeah, I think that tonight's episode should be really good. Uh, Abaddon's first match was against Sheeta with AEW. So that she is very early in her career. Uh, I think she'll probably be a future AEW Women's Champion if she continues because she is such a unique character. But I don't think her time is now, uh, personally. Yeah. Um, very interesting, the, the state of the women's division in AEW. And like we said, Jade Cargill looks like... A million bucks, you know, has has immense potential. I'm very interested to see what they do with her. Presumably, she dominates Brandy Rhodes in her debut, you would think. Um, well, unless they're going to do the tag with Jade and Shaq and Brandy and Cody. <laughs> because, oh. and like, listen, with all due respect to all four involved in that, Cody's the only good worker. We haven't seen a lot of Jade, but she seems relatively early in her career. She'll be very green. And you want to put someone in, like when you put a Dom Mysterio in there with a Seth Rollins, you put a um, McAfee, put a McAfee in with an Adam Cole. With all due respect to Brandy Rhodes, I love the work she does. I think she is great. She's great on the mic. She is probably not the seasoned vet that you put in the ring with a newcomer to sort of like test them out. That'd be a Serena Deeb or a, or a Thunder Rosa even or someone of that ilk. I don't personally think Brandy Rhodes is that person. So maybe a tag match to... 
And Shaq, listen, he's a big boy. He's not going to be quick in the ring. Um, <laughs> so m- maybe a tag match to to separate that out a bit could be fun and like to sort of hide everyone's flaws. I mean, it's interesting to see where it's going. We haven't really seen any of the Shaq teasers since um, since the that. Yeah, the, the debut of Jay Cargill. We haven't seen anything on Twitter or anything, any even insinuation. It seems like Brody, uh, the Brody, Cody is feuding with Cage um, and, and Team Taz. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes and what the future holds. But um, yeah, it's 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 definitely nice to see sort of the. I mean, Nyla Rose is involved in that with Jay Cargill. We've got like multiple women segments and feuds, which is nice to see. And they're not all shoehorned into the usual fifteen-minute death slot before the main event. Hmm. Um, also, I actually like this take from Mayor of Painsville, Dan. Penelope Ford should be a future champion. She absolutely should. I felt like she showed out like nobody's business um, against Sheeda earlier this year at Double or Nothing, I believe. And... My favourite. No, that was Fight to Fest. Yeah, actually. One of, yeah. It was one of the Dynamites. Mm, I don't know if it was. I'm telling you it was. Okay, I feel like I stayed up and watched it live, so I think you're wrong. I'm telling you because a double or nothing was when Sheeda was champ. When Nyla Rose was yeah, champion, Nyla Rose. Um, uh, uh, it's, it wasn't a fight for the fallen, was it? At Fighter Fest, yes, it was. It was night one of Fighter Fest. Hikaru Shida defeated Penelope Ford, oh, which I'm... was my favorite AEW women's match I've seen. I think it still is mine. Um, I, I do. I did love um, Thunder Rosa, uh, and who did she fight with on pay per view? I mean, um, Hikaru Shida. Yeah, maybe it was. Um, yeah, no, it was a champion versus champion match. Um, it was right after Matt Hardy like basically died, but it was um, amazing. Um, so they have had a, a couple of good ones. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We better get to, because there's a few more Ultra Chats here, and then we will get to some news. We'll do one more. Mike Jensen. Hey, Mike. Um, if it's only a 90-day no-compete, why are the rest of scared of being fired? Is it because of 90 days with no pay, not being in WWE, feeling other companies are below WWE? Thank you for the dailies. No, thank you, Mike. Um, there's many, we, many reasons. Should we tie this into the – should I do the news bit first and then we'll address this? The the titular news so people know what we're talking about, why uh, Mike Jensen has brought this super chat uh, this ultra chat up. You can you can do that. Sure. So um, this is uh, part, part of a big topic at the moment with Bruce Pritchard and talent reportedly being frustrated with him, frustrated with what's going on. But part of that is Triple H has been involved in some of the shows recently. We'll go on talking about the Bruce Pritchard stuff later on. But Triple H has been at shows recently and reportedly helping talent who are a bit paranoid, I think was a direct quote. When you say reportedly, you say who? Yes, uh, report according to WrestlingNews.co, uh, corroborating a report from PW Insider, who said that Bruce Pritchard, I think so, Triple H was a raw, Bruce Pritchard wasn't this week, and this yeah. was described as being a breath of fresh air. So WrestlingNews.co sort of took that further, presumably our sources off the back of that, and found out that Triple H has been helping talent that might be a bit paranoid about losing jobs. It's more of a paranoid about their lack of TV time and frustrated with Bruce Pitcher for the lack of that because he is running creative on both shows and reportedly has probably a lot more power than we think. We seem, we, And we've said it on the show, it's a one-man show with Vince, but reports are suggesting maybe it's more of a two-man uh, job with with, with Bruce no. Pitcher. I'm not sure of that how much I believe. I mean, I more think that no. Bruce Pitcher probably gets a lot of his ideas past Vince because he knows what Vince likes. So it seems that way, probably that it, everything Bruce Pritchard pitches. Probably he's, Vince is he, he's Vince's number two, right? Like he, he is the closest thing to Vince in the company, but make no mistake about it. The bottom yeah. line, the final say is always Vince. So 100%. 100%. Um, so the talent are reportedly frustrated with him for their lack of TV time, lack of... Um, lack of pushes, lack of anything. And some are saying that WWE have signed too many talent. Uh, it just seems like there's a lot going on at the moment and talent potentially not too happy with Bruce Pritchard. And Triple H has been a breath of fresh air when he's been at shows recently and helped out with that. And some are concerned that if there are releases coming, if they're not on TV, then of course they'll probably likely be released, unfortunately. Or if they're, they've signed new deals, big deals, like we saw with, I mean, Gallows and Anderson were on TV. They were part of the WrestleMania main event, if you want to call it that, and they were let go, mainly because they signed massive deals um, that just to WWE wasn't worth it. So you can understand why people are concerned and paranoid about this kind of thing. And in terms of the Super Chat from Mike Jensen, I just want to clarify one thing. In terms of the 90 days, they are paid during that 90 days. Uh, WWE can call them back to work. We saw that with Heath Slater when he appeared on that Raw show. He came back 
to work for that one week. He, he was paid for those 90 days. So you are paid during that period. Um, you So it, it is definitely but listen we're in the middle of a pandemic still I, we are sort of coming towards the end of it hopefully but in the middle of a pandemic no one wants to lose their job and have that lack of security i know we speak about wwe often in in a negative light in terms of what it can do creatively but in terms of financially people have that guaranteed source of income every month they have that downside guarantee that comes in it, unfortunately if you work on the independency while you may have more creative freedom you may have more um, freedom to do what you want, go where you want, work with who you want, put on the matches you want, have the character that you want. You unfortunately don't have that guaranteed income that's coming into your account every month. Some months you might have loads if there are loads of shows. Other months, and particularly at the moment with the pandemic, shows are limited. So you can understand why people would be paranoid about being let go, despite sort of everyone thinking that once you get out of WWE, it is all rosy and uh, you walk straight into a multi-million dollar contract from another company. Yeah, I mean, I don't... The whole Bruce Pritchard thing and people being frustrated with him, I think pretty much anyone who ever runs creative in WWE is going to be in the firing line to someone because you can't please everyone. Um, so Anyone I in any job. Anyone, like, I don't know many people who don't have an issue with their boss at one point. It is natural, apart from Mr. Davis. He is the best boss anyone can ask for. But um, you, I'm legally obligated to say that. But, I mean, it's, it's normal to have conflict and issues with your boss. You're not going to agree with everything he has to say. Mm. I know that I know that Triple H has been at SmackDown recently. Um, I, obviously, until I saw the reports of Raw, I wasn't aware that he'd filled in for Bruce Pritchard this week or whatever. But you know, Triple H has kind of had that father figure like rapport with superstars since he's done the NXT brand. NXT, like, yeah. And and obviously, uh, and I I think I'm statistically correct here. Triple H told me it was something around eighty percent of the main roster these days is you know have come through. NXT so that is a ridiculous amount when you think about it and you look at the card and how many people you know not necessarily made in NXT but they've certainly been under the guise of Triple H so he has those that rapport and relationships with them and at the end of the day NXT the landscape there to the main roster it's very different very very mm. different you've seen how that works out for talents uh, time and time again now so I'm not surprised like that Triple H is someone who resonates with the superstars more. Of course, this is a guy who's navigated the fields himself you know, not that long ago. So I, I get it. I understand. In terms of the 90-day release, I mean, it's like anyone losing their job, right? It's There's all kinds of worries and concerns, and you don't know. For me, when the guys, that you know, the Black Wednesday, when everyone got released WWE in April... I thought those guys did tremendously well to get picked up by the likes of Impact, by AEW, like you know Miro ended up doing. And uh, it's not really the time you expect people to be hiring, but those guys were very lucky. Um, now, hopefully, we're coming out the other side, and someone like Zelina Vega should have a ton of offers. Um, with travel opening up, more opportunities will as well. Um, so during a pandemic, when it was is tough to execute those things and the travel. I, I get it why people be apprehensive. And you and at the end of the day, Louis said it too. WWE is the big show. That is the biggest show in wrestling. The biggest money, the biggest exposure. Mm -hmm. 
No, what? of course, if you're a talent and you've worked your life, which in many cases they have to get yeah. to WWE, if that's your goal, no, of course you're going to, of course you're going to be worried. There's no doubt I mean, about that. We all sit here and say, oh, WWE creative, this WWE creative, that. And we question potentially why some people do join WWE often here. Oh, this person, why do they join WWE there? But for some people, it's the dream. You grew up watching WWE with, with most, family, with most friends. People. Yeah, you, you you mean you you hear them all talk? Or oh, when I was a kid, I watched the Ultimate Warrior do this. Not at all, Hulk Hogan or whoever. Normally, it's all true, and it's there been their dream. So you understand why. And listen, no one wants to lose a job, especially in these trying times. But you can understand why these people are paranoid. And as you said, I actually looked up the Survivor Series card when when you said about eighty percent. The amount in NXT, you don't think about it, is staggering. Right, Drew McIntyre. I know Drew McIntyre didn't come through nxt but he went back triple, to nxt triple h is the guy who brought him back though so yep. again it's important yep uh roman obviously with with with, uh, with nxt but he feels more like still a vince guy if that makes sense he doesn't feel like he went through the nxt system because he didn't really like, he did the whole nxt but he, he wasn't he did he's about as homegrown as anyone in nxt who's really made it yeah, but I mean, he wasn't. He didn't do sort of the the full sale tapings as such. He wasn't like a fixture oh. on NXT. You you more felt like he was he was a Vince project from when the Shield debuted. Basically, what was my point? But um, I mean, all of the, all of the women's right. Survivor Series team. No, go on. Oh, I'll just say like to get to that point. Still, Triple H is the one who brought him through the Performance Center and get, you know got him up to speak. So like Triple H would still feel like he's played a. Do you know what of I'm course. saying? Like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. T- he's touched their careers. Of course, yeah. I mean, all of the women's Survivor Series team were in NXT, apart from Natalia. But she did. Wow. I mean, she she did some stuff with NXT. She was had that great match with Charlotte, where Brett and Ric Flair were there. So I'm sure she would consider herself a sort of an NXT alumni. Uh, Sasha Banks and Asuka both were NXT. Bobby Lashley wasn't. Uh, Re- Sami Zayn was. Um, you've got Street Profits who were New Day who weren't. Woods was and Big E was. Kofi wasn't. You had a uh, Team Raw. The only person that uh, so the only two people that won NXT were AJ and Sheamus. Braun was what like he did the house show loop. He didn't do any NXT stuff. But I mean, for the SmackDown team, you had Kevin Owens who was King Corbin who was Seth Rollins who was the first NXT champion. Otis who was Jey Uso who did some stuff with NXT. I mean, it is crazy. And you look at the Battle Royal. A lot of the names are in NXT. So you look at the card now. It is all. NXT alumni, like it, you can, you can tell why Triple H would have that fatherly figure sort of feel like that with people because he has been that the first real boss for, everyone, for these people. Everyone who saw him backstage um, must have been like a really, it's almost like a relief to see him. Do you know what I mean? He's like their safety net, I assume. Um, mm. But yeah, eighty percent sounds about right. I think you know what I mean. Like the vast majority of the card do, do come through. NXT. Mm. Um, I think that might even be selling it short. To be honest, I think you're. you're well, the Triple H, more. Triple H told me that. God, I think when we sat down. So this is like over mm. a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, so things have probably even progressed since then. Uh, you know, you take a Brock Lesnar off the card mm. and people like that, and it does make mm. a difference. Uh, you, do, you do have to feel bad for him though, Triple H. Like, I know we feel bad for the talent. But it's got to be like, listen, like you, you've. I think I described it as like an artist doing work on this art, and then Vince just like peeing all over it. You, you've got to cut, come to these shows and see Ricochet mixing up with Hurt Business, and be like, "What happened, man? Come on, like, what are we doing?" 
yeah, if, if I'm Triple H and I'm watching what they've done with some of the people that he really made in NXT, um, you know, where you could argue Shinsuke is kind of doing okay, but my God, he was felt like such a bigger deal in NXT. Hmm. Um, I mean, you know, the Shinsuke thing, like he is 40 odd. I'm sure he, he's come to WWE for the, for, for the money. He's enjoying what he's right. doing at the moment. He, he, not... re- he certainly re-signed for the money. Yes, uh, yes. I, d- I don't... Listen, they still could have done more of him. That's the point. Yeah. That it's, it's untapped potential that Triple H certainly, had, you know, so excited to see Shinsuke. I was there when Shinsuke debuted on SmackDown after May uh, 33, I think. That and entrance. That entrance. People were going crazy. So, you know... Have you, you heard the original plan? To nowhere. Have you heard the original plans for his debut? Shinsuke's? Yeah. Go on. So he was apparently supposed to debut at Mania. I can't remember who reported this. Supposed to debut at Mania 33. He was supposed to beat Miz for the IC title, basically be brought in by Daniel Bryan as his sort of like, not proxy, but Daniel Bryan would be like, all right, I've got this man for you to face at WrestleMania. And it was supposed to be Shinsuke. But that would have been fun. But instead, we got Dolph Ziggler at Backlash. Didn't Ambrose and Corbin fight for the IC title at Mania? They did. They did. But that was during the period where Moxley and Ambrose and Miz were feuding. On the pre-show, nonetheless. And it, But it wasn't supposed to be on the pre-show, was it? It was supposed to be on the main card. And the women's SmackDown six-pack challenge was supposed to be. And there was that uproar on Twitter because it was Naomi's hometown. Everyone knew she was winning. So everyone's like, put this on the main card. So supposedly that's why they moved it. Um, but yeah, that was in the period where Moxley, well, Ambrose and uh, Miz were feuding beforehand for months. WrestleMania happened, and like the month after they started, fe- the month of WrestleMania, they started feuding with different people. And then for the months afterwards, they were feuding again. A uh, couple of things. Uh, but did they force people into NXT to eventually be able to throw around the 80% number? Surely Joe, Nakamura, Rude, Owens, and a few others could have gone to the main roster straight away, says Uptown Avondale. Yeah, they absolutely could have. Um, but you have to remember they're acclimatizing to WWE TV and the way that they run shows and NXT is typically the grounding for that. Um, a lot of them love to live in Florida um, as well. And and they actually are very comfortable with just working on the road. Yeah. Working that sort of local loop with NXT. Um, but m- more than anything, I think it is just to come in and get an introduction and work the WWE style to then go up. Um, very few like styles and the good brothers. Mike, Mike and Alice. Yeah, yeah. Um, very few bypass NXT. So I think it is just a, I don't think they've done it to get to the number rather than it's just a byproduct of their system. Um, I, Luke, and I think they probably enjoy it. Like the likes of Joe Nakamura, Rudin Owens, the way that comment sort of a, probably unintentional, but made it seem was like they're being sent to NXT to boost the numbers and don't want to be there. I'm sure if you speak to Samoa Joe, Nakamura, Rudin Owens, Maybe not Owens because he was Universal Champion, which is probably still like a massive accomplishment. But um, you speak to those guys, they probably all say that NXT was probably the highlights of their WWE careers and they had probably had the most fun there. I know yeah. with Revival, you and I have both spoken to them, FTR. They enjoyed their work in NXT with American Alpha and DIY probably more than anything they did on the main roster. So I think that people do enjoy their time with NXT. Uh, yeah, um, every talent I've spoken to on and off the record love like takeovers and getting to 
do their art and whatever on there like yeah without a doubt they do like lou let's get to a bit more news before we eventually pivot back to the ultra chats which guys you are still welcome to drop in make sure you do uh at the link below at the bottom of the screen and our lovely mods will make it happen uh a braun Strowman injury update lou now we know it's going to be aj styles and drew mcintyre currently for TLC pay-per-view uh it's a match we're all begging to see and you know adding the TLC stipulation presumably it's going to be incredible um but what's going on with Braun so um Braun Strowman obviously was supposed to be in that WWE title picture got injured in the Survivor Series match uh the elimination match so they pivoted that way this is why he's been suspended um it wasn't sort of part of a storyline to weave him back into this title match. It's just so he can take some time off. Thankfully, he doesn't need surgery. Brian Alvarez is reporting on Wrestling Observer Live. It is an injury that more just needs rest and rehab, which is obviously great news for Braun. Um, and he should be back sooner rather than later, was the report. Uh, and I saw some sites say, uh, Braun Strowman won't be here till next year. And you're like, wow, that's, that's a long time. That's next month. Um, that's amazing because obviously we're we're in December, but um, yeah, it's obviously great news for Braun. Uh, probably a match that WWE could pick up at Royal Rumble with Drew if the AJ Styles feud doesn't carry over and we don't get that Sheamus match. This, but I, I know you and I, you and I were saying, well, maybe they could do Sheamus and uh, Drew at Mania, but maybe not. And uh, the the one we all had in our back pocket was, I think, if Drew is WWE champion for then, was AJ Styles. So maybe they are going to do that match at Mania if Drew isn't being saved for a certain uh, big dog. Yeah, uh, should should uh, should that not happen? But no, obviously, great news for Braun that the injury is nothing sort of very serious, and he won't require surgery and a lengthy timeout. Yeah, um, I think what you just said is probably true in the sense that AJ and then you got Sheamus and then it looks like they're talking about Drew and Roman. They are planting those seeds, but at the same time, I think Braun might have missed his slot now if it's not at TLC. Like, it depends what they're going to do with Elimination Chamber because they haven't put the champion in there always the past few years um mostly because like brock had it so, so like they're not going to put him in the chamber but um no. still you know I, I do i am very interested to see aj and drew and i know it's going to bang so um let's see where we go from there i'm really Ooh. into the unfolding story with sheamus uh lou you gave me a big all what are you trying to say so if jimmy Uso is back for elimination chamber which he should be which he should be. It'd be awesome. And it looks like they're Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan is sort of feuding with Roman. Get Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, and someone else. Maybe a baby face Sami Zayn by that point. He's mixing it up with Daniel Bryan at the moment. And then we have them across the ring from Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, and Jimmy Uso inside the Elimination Chamber. Tell me you wouldn't want to see that. How can I tell you that? <laughs> How could I tell you I don't want to see that? Mm, uh, it, it seems good. Alex, I have to apologise to you. Because of the colour scheme, I thought you were Ryan Satin on the Twitters. What? Me? Look like Ryan Satin? Come on. Bit of an insult. I mean, I've got I've got I've got love for Ryan, but You don't look you don't look similar. Come on now. Uh actually I'll tell you this. My brother told me you look like a combination of Shay Given. I've told you this. Shay Given and Shane Long. I felt I felt a little insulted. I'm not going to lie. Um, I feel like I feel so, like so basically Irish. Yeah, I feel like he literally just said, "Oh, McCarthy," and just thought of the two most Irish footballers he could think of. 
um and he came is, to that he conclusion. is 13 he is 13 so we'll excuse him I will excuse him. I didn't actually know that. So <laughs> I won't go in on your 13 year old brother. That's fine. Let's get back to the Ultra Chats. Bo Hill, of course, man. Uh, I'm just, if, if a show went by about a Bo Hill Ultra Chat, I don't know what I would do. Um, I'd be worried. It, it is, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd call the authorities. Something's going on at <laughs> Bo Hill's house. It, it is pretty well known at this point that Stone Cold Steve Austin's huge push was originally meant for Triple H. You're telling me, Bo Hill. <laughs> do you think Vince and Triple H would have been able to carry the company the way Vince and Stone Cold? No, no, they couldn't have. I'm not even. I can't even finish. Uh, had Triple H not been punished for the curtain call, um, Bo Hill, no, it would not have been the same. Triple H would never have been as big as Stone Cold Steve Austin in a babyface capacity. And, and Triple H is big. He's very, he's a legend. Like, he's had a great career. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin levels, though? Nah, man. He was the foil for guys like that. He was a tremendous foil for The Rock. He, I'm, I truly believe he he played a significant role in making The Rock as big as he was. And, yeah, yeah he had a great career. But, man, I don't think the... the They did try the dynamic between Vince and, and Triple H, remember, in 1999, which actually resulted in Vince winning the title for a day lest we forget um no 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 so, please, so please, I, please please can yeah, we forget yeah yeah well there, there you go um so i think I mean, triple h's work was always the best as a heel yeah. uh, as was vince mcmahon and that's in where you know that's in therein lies the rub because during this whole thing vince was like meant to be the sympathetic baby face and it just didn't really work and i the curtain call thing it's kind of weird that WWE do that like the you know like in any other job the way you get punished is you know literally you know, monetarily or whatever but in, the, in this job it's like right you're gonna have to eat crap for a year um and the next year he still won it so did it drastically change the course of Triple H's career I would argue not really all yeah. it did was really catch Steve Austin at the right time like everything came together in the perfect storm for Steve Austin because he was just getting hot at that time, hits the promo, off to the races. Um, so, no, I don't think the company would have been been the same, Lou. And, I mean, Triple H does have the keys to the kingdom once Vince McMahon does. No, he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't done badly out of this scenario. I'd argue Triple H has probably done better out of his career than so called Steve Austin based on that fact. He runs a, he runs a WWE show. He will run WWE. When, when once Vince McMahon ever, if Vince McMahon can physically pass, no. I'm not sure if that if that's something in his DNA. But um, yeah, I, I, Triple H and Stone Cold, they they both done. They both had a, I think what you call decent careers. Yeah, they they've done all right. Um, Matthew Ledesma says, if James Blunt and Elijah Wood had a child, it would be you, Alex. What? I'm um, too young to know what either of these two chaps look like. What? You don't know who they are. I mean, I I gonna... I, no, 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 no. I, I know who they are. I just, don't, no. I, I, I wouldn't know off the top of my head what they look like. Well, I mean, they're not Elijah bad looking. Elijah Wood in, in in his prime was all right. I think I'll take it. 
Um, oh, yeah, not bad. I can I can see the similarities. You have that annoying pesky face, the same as he's got. Who no, was the other one? I've I've pretty much got the same kind of eyes as him. <laughs> That's it. James um, Blunt. James Blunt. Wow, beautiful. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, not 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 a bad looking chap. I tell you what, you, you can do you can do much. I, I get the kid from Up. I'm told. So um, <laughs> ah, Louis, 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 Louis. I don't even have a counter to that. Um, so, guys, um, if you have if you have lookalikes for Louis or I that aren't really degrading and terrible, um, and will crush our spirits. Please, please do let us know. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, moving on to the next one. It is uh, Ride Blan. Hey, I hope I said your name right. WWE is getting bad to where they are counter-programming their own shows. This Sunday is NXT War Games and Tribute for the Troops. Like, what the F are they really doing over there? Um, I don't think I Tribute the for the Troops. I don't. Is it? Can we check that? I, I I prefer my NXT shows on the Saturday for what it's worth. But um, oh yes, I don't know um, what what we're that. what we're looking at um for this takeover. Um, it is gonna uh... War Games is Sunday, right? What's yeah. tribute? What's tribute for the troops? Is it also Sunday? Tribute this the yep. Right. Well, so he's running adjacent to Sunday's NFL broadcasts. Viewers okay. with the NFL matchup airing at 1 p.m. ET can watch WWE Tribute to the Troops at 4.30 p.m. ET, which would be 9.30 our time, so that wouldn't clash. Viewers with the NFL matchup airing can view at 3 p.m. So, no, I think that, unfortunately, you've got this one slightly wrong. I don't think that there are any, any clashes. It looks like it's going to be... Uh, earlier on in the day, tribute to the troops as opposed to um, to later. I think some people could say that they're, they're, people could get sort of fatigued by having too much to watch that day. But I just I, d I don't know how many people watch tribute to the troops personally. I don't think tribute for the troops is like to counter anything. It's more of just, um, you know, a token effort from WWE. Yeah. Yes, they could have put it on a different slot, but I do think it is just for what it is rather than putting on at the same time. I mean, if if I was head of scheduling, which I'm certainly not, I probably wouldn't have put them on the same day, but there you go. I don't think they're directly conflicting. So no. there you have it. There's yeah. your We've had there. that confirmed by Elliot Fletcher. They're airing at 4 p.m. on Fox, which would be 9 p.m. Bearing in mind, hoping this person's on EST, that'd be 9 p.m. UK time. And the NXT shows normally start around midnight, 1 a.m. Uh, UK time. So shouldn't be a clash. Good man, Elliot. Good man, you should be our tempest. Uh, yes, with, exactly. With, with that great news, uh, Matty the Hot Scott is back. Hey, Alex. Hey, Louis. How are you? We're good, man. How are you? Um, hope you've had a good day. If you haven't seen Louis, Lu uh, Louis's Twitter fleet, it's a video of Harvey, and mm -hmm. okay, it's cute as f. Based on Yede, uh, can Yesterday. you see? What the, can you see what all the kids are making me like do here? Uh, I'm reading it as verbatim, Lou. Uh, when someone <laughs> takes over from Vince, Vincent, he said VKM, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, what do they do in their first six months? Jesus Christ, that's a loaded question. Um, I tell you what, and you'll get this and the British people get this. Do you not see a Sir Alex Ferguson leaving Man United scenario? Yeah. The ship just stock 
will plummet. I don't stock think will, don't stock think will people, go down. Um, people appreciate, like, I mean, people appreciate Vince in, in like a historical sense, but I don't think people appreciate what he actually means to wrestling. People are kind of just like, oh, it's this out of touch old guy who runs WWE, but he's like the godfather of all wrestling. I, I mean, the, I've said this to SB3 many times before. Whether people like to accept it or not, essentially all other promotions fall down below WWE. And what trickles down from WWE essentially makes its way to the rest of us. And Vince McMahon is really um, a part of all of that. So when he goes, man, I mean, the first thing I would do is get rid of all the writers. AEW have shown that you don't need to do that. If you have a, if you have a considered team per show, you don't just need 40 writers. You don't, right? I think you could have like a handful. You could have four or five per show that work closely with um, a Bruce Pritchard or a Shane McMahon, and then you put your show together like that. I would also consider, is it worth the money they pay us for the third hour of Raw? That would be a serious thing I would consider. Like, I get it why they do the third hour because of the, the amount of revenue. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're getting paid through the nose to do it. But is it worth it? Is it really? Like, I can't think of how yeah. many great three-hour shows of Raw that I've sat there and been riveted to. Like, the, uh, I wouldn't sit there like that anyway if I was riveted. But, like, um, I, I haven't... Yeah, we need a goggle box of you watching yeah. Raw. Look at Drew McIntyre! Ah! Like, I mean, I, I, that's not how it works. But uh, I, I can't think of that many. And SmackDown and Dynamite and NXT are just so much more digestible. So I think um, if you're someone like, presumably, Triple H... And I know he doesn't like the three hours of Raw. And I know um, he, he has those kind of concerns that we just discussed. And, you know, like you said, the way he wants to treat talent, the way they're presented on TV would probably more closer re reflect. If you could do NXT, but in like a grander way, with, you know, more established names and stars and say, I mean, man, it sounds like a good recipe to me. So very, uh, very, very good question, but a loaded one. I, th I think, the yeah, yeah that's the, the first thing I would think about is, the raw time and I can't even remember what the first point I made was, but fire the writers. You basically yeah, and the writers. Lose, you want people to lose their jobs. What a lovely person you are. But yeah. um <laughs> get out of the door. But now, I think that obviously a lot of people have said this when they go, Oh, when Vince goes, Triple H takes over, it'll be great. But I don't think people appreciate how weird it's gonna be, how the stock is gonna plummet, how no one is going to know what to do. It is gonna be that first show after Vince does eventually pass away is going to be the weirdest thing ever. Like the, the show goes ahead, presumably because that's Vince's motto, but it would be bizarre. Um, so we'll have to see how, uh, how things go. Uh, should we, should we uh, direct people to Adam Blompier's um, video? Yes. So um, Adam Blompier had, there were some things I didn't agree with in Adam Blompier's list, but it's on uh, Phenomena, not Phenomena, it's uh, Parts of Unknown. Um, it's a fantastic video. All of Adam's fantasy bookings are. There was that whole uh, Adam to creative uh, when he was uh, working for another company. Um, so yeah, I think that any uh, anyone who wants to know sort of a, a longer 30 minute answer, which Alex and I don't have the time to give you today, uh, head on over there and check that out. Because uh, yeah, Adam thought this one through. Listen, um, before we move on, we do have to address this. Very good point, Matt J. Hendricks. Let's talk about the fake WCW account. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. Um, 
like the the first part going, well, you know, WWE said we could only use 50%. (laughs) WWE said we could use 50%. What, of something they entirely own? Okay. Um, There was multiple, multiple problems. With, the with... funniest, where is it? The funniest bit was we contacted Skystorm Productions via Gmail because that's important. Via yes. Gmail, what it wasn't Yahoo. Don't ever question our authenticity because we are Gmail guys. It wasn't AOL. It was Gmail. Not so you know, not iCloud. It was. It was. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Not um, <laughs> Yahoo. Have we done that? Yeah, yeah we did Yahoo. <laughs> um, it, but it was Gmail. So yeah, th- it's serious. But no, this was. It, it's all over Twitter. Um, from Alexander Fox, the owner and CEO of the WCW Reboot, which is um, what what uh, what people just now refer to as uh, AW. Um, but no, it, it's good <laughs> fun. <laughs> I, I I joke, I joke, I joke, but um, no, it, it was it was a very fun, uh, fun little statement in 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 uh, in inverted commas to wake up to. Oh, just just dreadful. I don't know what they're I don't know what they're aiming for. I really don't. But either way, uh, if you didn't detect it from mine and Louis' conversation, please do not buy into it. Um, it's not happening. Wait, what? For real. Uh, next, you're going to tell me chat. Father Christmas isn't real. Your brother probably still believes, to be fair. Um, Carol, <laughs> he's, the one that t- he's the one that told me. <laughs> Carol Wands is here with an ultra chat. Hey, Carol. Um, hey guys, hope you both are well today. Hot take Roman as a heel is overrated. What? Call the show off. No more, um, Louis. I can't do it. I can't do it. Carol, I don't get no. But you, you've paid your money, which is, god damn it. Uh, I used to love him as a face. But now he's just like every other heel. This is the worst ultra chat we've ever had. <laughs> ever. Ever. Um, seeing him with Heyman does nothing for me. Yes, I'm weird. Hashtag R.O.P. Pat Patterson. I probably should have read the hashtag before I called it the worst ultra chat ever. I'm very mm. sorry. Um, Carol. It was the worst I... everything but the final word. Yes. Yes. Carol, let me let me give you a disclaimer here. And I, I say this with all the love in the world. I really appreciate your ultra chat. Um, and you're not the only one who loved him as a face. I loved him as a face. But by God. <laughs> I mean, he is not the same as every other heel, Carol. You can't believe that. The Tribal Chief is, like, completely different to any other cowardly heel in WWE. Roman is strong, right? Like, okay, he lets people handle his business, but when it's match time, Braun Strowman did his business. Drew McIntyre did his business. Yeah, there was a bit of a screwy finish, but, man, the guy is, in terms of his in-ring work, looks better than ever. His character, the smoldering... like. I, Lou, is there another heel like him? Tell me, is there another heel that has that strong presence and command like Roman Reigns? Carol, I can't buy that take, I'm afraid. If I had to say anything about Roman Reigns, it would probably be like he is unlike any other heel in WWE right now. So with all due respect to Carol, who is a, a loyal a loyal ultra chatter, 
a loyal commenter, a loyal. She she is lovely on Twitter with us. I love Carol. I, I want to embrace Carol right now and just tell her it'll be okay. Your hot take but, wasn't great. This is me stroking her head. It wasn't great. But do you remember? But listen, do you remember? The I first, appreciate you. Do you remember the first wrestling daily with the uh, from our good friend John, who said that Jinder Mahal was a top ten WWE champion. I'd say that this is a worse hot take. No, but I, I uh, wow, um, I believe that Carol believes what she's saying. Whereas I don't know if John, oh, can sleep. You, I don't know, you, if, I don't know if John can sleep at night, legitimately believing that. You think Johnny Boy was was trying to pull one up on us to make sure he got on the first show? I think he did. I think he did, and, and it worked. Good for John. But yeah, uh, Carol, I, respectively, re- respectfully, I disagree. Yeah, me too, Carol. We love you here at this show. Um, but I don't know if I can buy that. Well, of course, you have to remember wrestling is subjective. If he doesn't work for you, that's fine. We're not saying you're wrong. We're just saying, is he really not, Is he really like every other hill? That is where I, I, mean, would, listen, I would disagree. I've, I've seen some people in the comments saying that Paul Heyman, they get that he's not doing great. But what I love about this is the relationship isn't like Paul's with Brock. It's yes. different. And that is what's so important. I think on that first episode, when we saw them on the sofa and there was that great camera work that probably looked corny as hell, but was also fantastic at the same time, uh, where, where they panned across and Paul Heyman was sat next to him. I don't think that works. If you like, we all expected it to just be like, okay, Roman's not going to do the talking. It's all going to be Brock, basically, uh, but all going to be Roman. It's basically going to be Brock 2.0. But I'm so happy we haven't got that. Um, and I think that that basically makes it all better. And the fact the relationship is so different is why I like it. And I get it's not to all people's tastes, but to me, it's fantastic. Like Paul just stares at the title, stares at when, Roman. When you say um, not to everyone's taste as well, I wonder if those people actually understand and appreciate the lineage and the and the heritage in this story. Paul Heyman has worked with the like Samoan dynasty uh, for decades. He's known Roman Reigns since the day he was born. This isn't something that they've just gone... Paul Heyman's great manager and, you know, Roman Reigns, Tony Hill, like, mm, let's put them together. It's not that. It's actually that he has such history with their family and has worked with them for so long and has seen Roman in WWE since day one. Even when they were working against each other, Paul Heyman was very careful to say that he um, he, he thought the world of Roman Reigns. He just thought Brock Lesnar was better, right? You have to remember that there is a lot of story laid in there with Heyman and it actually is very subtly well done that Roman is like really basically trumps above Heyman. He's like, you go and do that for me. He commands him. Mm. You know, he might, Heyman might be the special counsel, but really he's there because Roman allows him to be as above anything else. Heyman fears Roman Reigns. So I actually love the dynamic. And I think if you take the time to think about the, the, the history, you know, like look into it. The interview I did with Paul Heyman, he talks about it, right? Look, look into it. Uh, the, it, there's a lot of story there that maybe nice, hasn't been, nice hasn't been nice plug. nice plug has maybe been explored on SmackDown, but they did do that original video before the first Roman J match with, which was just like an amazing, amazing video. And, and that will, that will give you all you need to know on that one. I'm seeing a lot of Carol versus Steph chase in the comments. For the hot take queen, uh, you know, title, is this something we book, Lou? I, I, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how happy Steph's going to be. We'll have to see. But I'll tell you what, Carol, pop up, uh, pop up in the chat tomorrow and see what uh, Steph says to your challenge. I think she's a bit busy fighting Dan over Dexter Loomis. 
and his uh, his uh, Dexter Loomis. Actually, no, De- Dexter Loomis is the worst hot take. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. The worst hot take? Oh, his love of Dexter Loomis is incredibly irrational. I he's love not, Dan. He's, he's Dan, not, Dan, he's Dan, is, Dan is a lovely human being, someone that I have worked with on WrestleTalk.com. He is a fantastic guy. But his love of Dexter Loomis is alarming. Look, look listen, it's 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 over overboard. It's maybe over what is reasonable. But Dexter Loomis is by no means crap. I want people to understand. Like, I, I feel like um, the way Steph tells it is if he's like a lost cause. He is not. He has a lot going for him. They just need to not put him in like blind and strap matches and things of, of that terrible nature. Um, but he is by no means a lost cause. Uh, and what else is not a lost cause is tomorrow night's show with Steph Chase, where she will review the Wednesday night wars with myself at 8 PM. Louie will return on Friday. Also at 8 PM right here on wrestle two. We thank you for your time tonight. It's been another great show that hour flew by and we thank you so much for the ultra chats that you have bestowed upon us even you carol that's it's the best and worst one today um but i will say thank you very much for tuning in one final time from louie and i pat patterson rest in peace my friend thank you for everything you've done for the business uh we will see you the rest of the quizzlemania failed tandem we'll see you once again on Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.